Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps the believer in Jesus Christ to seek the kind of faith that makes him marvel. The Bible says in Hebrews eleven six that without faith it's impossible to please God because that anyone who comes to God must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So this is a podcast designed for believers that are diligently seeking the Lord so we can grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ together and grow up together as a body. That's the purpose of this podcast, and I thank you for joining me. You might be the elbow, maybe you're the arm, the hand, the foot, the eye, the ear, but together we all make up the body of Jesus Christ, and it's time for his body to wake up together. He's getting out the crash paddles, and he's electrifying us with his Holy Spirit and waking his body, waking his bride, so that the world may see the glory of Jesus Christ. Are you ready to wake up today? I've got a message for you that's going to take the crash paddles, the two hands of God like two crash paddles on your spirit and just shock you with the Holy Spirit of God. I think it's going to be so simple that uh, it's going to take a whole team of theologians to mess this up. So anyway, I already prayed about this. I know the Lord's given me such a good message this morning to share with you. Every good and perfect gift comes down from him, the Father of heavenly light the father of heavenly lights and in him there's no shadow and shifting there's no turning jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forevermore hallelujah he doesn't change um anyway my message today i'm going to get right into it it's called the middle ground of the mind the middle ground of the mind and i'm going to start us out in first thessalonians 523 and it's and um this is a great scripture. First uh, Thessalonians 5.23 says, and this is Paul's prayer too. Uh, he says, the very God of peace, this is my prayer for you today, that the very God of peace would sanctify you. That means make you holy. That the very God of peace would sanctify you holy. And I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read that again. The very, may the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, completely. And I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a scripture that encap- encapsulates the fact that we are three parts. We are created in God's image. He, is a tri- he has a triune nature, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, uh, the Godhead three in one. Bible says, and we're created in his image. And, and um, this scripture shows, uh, and then throughout the Bible, there's so many other scriptures that show the same thing. Collectively too, the word of God shows that we are three parts. We are spirit, we are soul or our mind, and we have a body. Okay, those are the three parts. Your, your soul is your really your will, your emotions, your imagination, your memory, um, but it's it's uh, best summed up by just saying your mind. So let's think of that. Your soul is your mind. And if you picture three circles, concentric circles connected together, think of them kind of lined up. And the first one is your spirit, which is sealed by the Holy Spirit. The second circle, which connects, is your soul or your mind. And then the last circle at the end is the, is the body. 
which is the, the, the circle in the middle, your soul or your mind, is connected on either side, um, if you can picture this in your mind, by your spirit or your body. So the really the middle ground here is your mind. Um, there's a book out there called The Battlefield of the Mind, and there's a lot of, a lot of books on this. But really, that is where the, this spiritual battle is being fought today. And I'm going to show you, too, it's always been fought that way in the mind. And people today are literally losing their minds. You don't have to even, once you wake up and turn on your phone or turn on all the uh, connections to this world, you see literally, or just have a conversation with your neighbor and you see quickly that people are losing their minds. But we're here to gain the mind of Christ. We're here to win the battle by winning the battle of the mind. So I hope you get this. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal this to you. I've prayed already that he would show you that you are three parts, your spirit, soul, and body, and your soul or your mind is the battleground. It's that third circle in the middle. And how do we win this battle? Well, I'm going to go right to the scriptures. Try not to comment. Very hard for me. I, I talk too much sometimes, but I'm going to let the word of God speak here. Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you or I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is your reasonable act of service. And here's the verse I really want to touch on. And don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, right? The world's way of thinking, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's your soul. By the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Let me read that again. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect and pleasing will of God. For I say through the grace given to me that uh, to every man among you to not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think soberly, accordingly, as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And I believe the measure of faith is the measure of the Spirit. And as the Bible, as we just read, we have already been given, the Bible says, fullness in Christ, Colossians 2.10. So we don't lack anything in our spirit. The spirit part of us is sealed with the Holy Spirit of God, Ephesians 1.13. The moment we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. When we're given the Holy Spirit, we're also given the mind of Christ. So the battle is really in our natural mind, our, our fleshly mind. One-third of us is wall-to-wall -wall Holy Ghost. Our spirit is sealed. It's a part of us that goes on after these bodies wear out and they go, they, they go back into the earth and they go back into dirt. So as you, as you can see, the, the battle is in the natural mind. We have the mind of the spirit and that goes on forever. That's never going to be corrupted. It's sealed by God. It cannot be corrupted while we're in this world. But we need to be led by the spiritual mind. Let this mind, which is in Christ, be in you. So what we're going to do, how do we renew our mind? We, we renew our mind with the word of God. Jesus said the flesh in John 6, 63, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh, which is your body, in your natural mind, the flesh profits you nothing. It's the spirit that gives life. 
And he said, these words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. God's word is spirit and it is life. We're not only one with the spirit, we're one with the word of God, which is written by the Holy Spirit. It's God breathed, right? So as we allow the the word of God, as we dig into the word of God, as we meditate on the word of God, our natural mind, or you could say our dumb head, our pea brain, um, is, is reprogrammed, reprogrammed by the word of God. When I first got a hold of this, man, over a decade ago, I started to think one day, I thought, wow, everybody who I was sharing my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ with was telling me I was brainwashed. And I remember sitting there one morning thinking, Lord, please wash my brain. (laughs) Thank you for brainwashing me with your word and with your spirit. Thank you that I'm brainwashed and I don't think the way this world thinks. I'm glad to be brainwashed by God. I need my brain washed. We all do. So praise God for a good brainwashing today. (laughs) Um, It says we're washed in the water of the word. Ephesians 5.26. That just came to me by the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, "Who, who Who should know the mind of the Lord that we may instruct him, right? Who should know the mind of the Lord, right? God's mind the mind that created the cosmos, the universe, the galaxies, like we're going to tell him anything, right? But then what does the next verse say? Again, this is 1 Corinthians 2.16. Who has known the mind of the Lord that we should instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. A humble mind, a mind that wants to serve. What is the mind of Christ? Let's go to Philippians 2.5 love the word of God. Man, I'm so excited. I'm practically shaking here. Philippians 2.5 says, let, that means your permissive will. Philippians 2.5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Talking about when he walked in the flesh, when he was here on earth. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who who being the form of God, meaning God himself coming down in the flesh, he thought it not robbery to be equal to God, but he made himself of no reputation and he took on the form of a servant and he was made in the likeness of men. And being found in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death of the cross. Wherefore God has exalted him And given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and everything under the earth, talking about hell, and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. We can actually, with our own free will, allow the mind of Christ to be in us. It's a mind, it's a humble mind. It's not a mind that wants to unpack all the mysteries of the galaxies and think in this in these high and lofty ways but it's a mind that's a servant's mind that that thinks of others first what better way this week easter week to think of of service to others than to think of jesus and how he humbled himself became a man became in the likeness he who knew no sin he became sin for us so that in him we could be the righteousness of god in christ he gave his life for all sin, past, present, and future, 
by one offering, it says in Hebrews 10, 12, this man, after he had offered one sacrifice, four sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, expecting that the enemies of God would become his footstool. By one offering, it says, he has, past tense, sanctified or made holy everybody who would believe in him, right? By one offering, he has perfected forever those that are made holy. What a great scripture. The work is done. Jesus has rested at the right hand of the Father. He's got his feet on the earth. All we gotta do is tickle the feet, the body of Christ, that's us, and wake up. This is what they do with people that are in a coma. They try to tickle their feet. God's tickling the feet of the body of Christ, saying, wake up, body. Let's get going. Let's get up. Let this mind which is in Christ be also in you. I've been terrified lately to watch all this stuff on AI, artificial intelligence. It's absolutely terrifying when you dig into this, uh, what's going on. It is absolutely demonically led and possessed in so many ways. There are, there are some people that are good, that are born again, that understand these technologies. God's given them that ability. And they want to do, you know, there's some good things that could come out of it. But ultimately, the devil, while we're here in this time, that seems like the devil's really gotten a hold of the AI. And he eventually will turn it for evil. It's going to turn on us. But let me tell you about God's AI. God's AI is anointed intelligence. Or you could say spiritual intelligence. Or you could say wisdom. That's God's AI. The mind of the spirit that created all this matter is well above all this technology and all the stuff that we see on the earth. It's a fart in the wind to God. It's nothing, it's gonna burn up. All this AI stuff and people being impressed with this and oh, we're gonna live forever and we're gonna upload our consciousness into the internet and we're all gonna be connected bodies, the internet of things, it's demonic. We're supposed to be connected by one spirit, that's the spirit of the Lord. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all the way back to Genesis and then I'm gonna close. You know, when God flooded the earth, here's why he did it. Genesis 6, 5, it says, God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, right? Think of the mind of people. We're talking about the mind and the battlefield of the mind and the middle ground of the mind and winning that battle in the middle, the mind. God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and all the thoughts and the heart of man was evil continually. And he repented. In other words, he regretted that he made man on the earth and it grieved him in his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man who I have created off the face of the earth, all the beasts and all the creeping things, all the fowls of the air, for it repents me that I have made them. He was grieved because these people were constantly thinking evil thoughts, right? So let's go fast forward to 2 Corinthians 10.5, and I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close with this, 2 Corinthians 10.5. Turn there with me if you want to, or go back later and look, but just listen. 2 Corinthians 10.5. I'm going to start in 10.4, actually. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? They're not fleshly, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Man, there are some strongholds we need to pull down today. And here's how we do it, 10-5. Casting down imaginations, imaginations, and every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God 
and bringing every captivity, every thought into captivity, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, thinking like Christ. We have to renew our mind to think like Christ thinks, to put other people first. We need to be telling people to repent in these last days, to get on the ark, and that ark is Christ. Because this time the world is not going to be flooded by water. It's going to be by fire. There's a great fire coming. It's going to be the fire of God's presence when he comes. And he's, and he's coming for those that are awaiting his appearing. Christ is it. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Renew your mind today in his word and win the middle ground. Renew your natural mind today by digging into the word of God. If you're a believer who has not been getting into the word of God daily and feeding on it, daily bread, repent and turn back and get into the word.